Oh, welcome into the shoebox here at Roseville High School. It's uh, Friday night basketball at the shoebox. Nothing better than that, especially on an ice cold night outside. It's always warm in the shoebox. We got a fun one tonight. It is non-conference basketball action, but it's not uh, not our normal non-conference basketball action with teams from around our area. It is uh, the Columbia Eagles coming in. The state-ranked Columbia Eagles ranked number four in the latest Class 2A AP poll. I know they're a little bit, a little bit higher on some other polls, but in the AP poll, they are sitting at number four, which was a couple of weeks ago. That's the last poll that they will have until after the Christmas tournaments have completed. So uh, number four ranked Columbia Eagles at 7-1, head coached by Mark Sandstrom, a local Local fella, got a chance to talk to Mark before the ball game. Uh, always get a, always love getting a chance to talk to uh, Mr. Sandstrom. He is uh, very instrumental, and uh, he's kind of the man when it comes to the uh, summer shootout. You folks uh, can sometimes attend of our local high school basketball teams at Monmouth College. He's a graduate of Monmouth College, also a graduate of Roseville High School. Fantastic basketball player back in his day, and, and maybe even a better coach. He's uh, He's gotten over 366 wins, or he has 366 wins in his 20 seasons as the head coach since uh, being around our area. Most of that time was spent at Columbia. His uh, first early years was spent at Abingdon. Spent four years at Abingdon High School. He was a commando. He always he tells me, I was a commando, not a tornado. I was a commando. 84 wins and 28 losses in four years. Very successful stint at Abingdon High School and moved on down to the uh, southern part of the state and now is with Columbia and has had a ton of success down there. Coach Sandstrom back home tonight. They're, home, they're in this area because they're at the Great Western Shootout tomorrow. Mammoth Roseville is also at the Great Western Shootout tomorrow morning. They got the 9 a.m. game, so a quick turnaround for Mammoth Roseville, playing a state-ranked team here at home on a Friday night and then uh, getting up really early and playing some basketball tomorrow morning at Abingdon Avon High School for the Great Western Shootout. The Titans will be playing Ridgewood. Columbia is taking on another state-ranked team. It is the Rockridge Rockets. They'll match up with the Rockridge Rockets tomorrow afternoon at Abingdon Avon High School at uh, 1.30 is the scheduled tip-off. Rockridge number seven in Class 2A in Columbia, number four in Class 2A. That'll be a fun game tomorrow as well. But we got basketball tonight. Columbia at 7-1, Monmouth Roseville at 5-4. Monmouth Roseville coming off a heartbreaking loss on Tuesday night to West Hancock, just one of many close games the Titans have played uh, in the last, uh, what, five ball games. The last five ball games the Titans have played, there was a one-point difference, a one-point win over Mercer County, a one-point loss to Farmington, uh, sandwiched in between those five was a 15-point loss to Riverdale, but that was a one-point game at the half as well. A two-point win over Knoxville a week ago Friday night, a fun game to call, and then a one-point loss to West Hancock on Tuesday. So uh, two points or less in four of their last five ball games, kind of kind of the pattern that they had last year as well at the beginning of the year, had a ton of close ball games. But the Titans coming in off a loss to West Hancock, 48-47. Columbia's ran off three straight wins, got a win over Steelville. Big win, 64-28. Blew out Salem, 62-32. And then beat Wood River, 83-52. These guys like to put up some points. They average about 61 and a half a ball game. I got a chance to talk to both head coaches, uh, Mark Sandstrom with the Columbia Eagles and Jake Sotos with the Monmouth Roseville Titans. We'll come back with my interview with Mark Sandstrom in 30 seconds. 
to the pregame show. Join me on the pregame show. I got head coach of the Columbia Eagles, Mr. Mark Sandstrom. No stranger to our area, man. Welcome uh, welcome back to your area. Oh, it's a, it's a great trip to bring my kids back and my dad to be able to see a game. And uh, we actually get to play somebody we don't normally see. So it was fun preparing. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys don't, you don't get north a whole lot, do you? Uh, no, we, we might you know, play somebody from Springfield or somebody like that. But that's about as far north as we come. So, yep, yep. Good, good. Well, let's kind of give the folks your background, the folks that don't know you. Been living under a rock for the past 25 years. Uh, Tell a little bit about yourself. Uh, graduated from Roseville in 94. Played at Monmouth College. Graduated there in 98. Uh, was an assistant for three years and then was the head coach at Abingdon for four. And then uh, 18 years ago, uh, I decided to move to, you know, right outside of St. Louis. And I've been at Columbia ever since. I spent a little time in this gym even. Uh, oh, yeah, without a doubt. I played a bunch of pickup games in here. And, uh, of course, uh, my mentor, Chuck Grant, coached here forever. And uh, uh, I'm indebted to him for all he did for me. And I wanted to make sure that tried to come back and play one more time uh, in, in, in his gym. Did you tell your kids how quaint this little uh, shoebox can be sometimes, but oh, awful loud. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I showed them, showed it to them on film, and I said, hey, you might be lucky to get 400 people in here, you know, at Tops. And I said, it's a great home atmosphere, and uh, we, we want to play in facilities like this and things like that to get us ready for the postseason. Let's talk, talk about your ball club a little bit. Who are we going to expect to see play well tonight? Um, I've got, I got two seniors. Um, both were all-conference last year. Uh, Dylan Murphy, number 24, um, and Jack Steckler, number 14. Uh, Dylan Murphy's actually uh, going uh, Division II to St. Leo in Florida. Uh, he's a knockdown shooter. He's shooting about 54% from three. He's averaging 22 a game. Um, Jack's just a slasher, a great athlete, awesome soccer and baseball and uh, basketball player. And then uh, after that, it's uh, sophomores. We have a big 6'8 sophomore that um, I, I think has the potential to be a mid-major college player. Uh, um, and then there's three or four other sophomores that play. We actually start three sophomores, and then we bring a 6'5 freshman off the bench. So uh, the future the future is bright at, at, uh, at, at Columbia for sure. Yeah, I've seen a lot of folks. I've seen getting pats on the back while we're doing this interview. Yep. Even seen a lot of folks you know here tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I expect to. I'll probably know half the people in the building. So, um, and, and just overall with our team, we've we played some really good teams. We beat the defending state champ Nashville, and we beat a Westland team that's going to win 24 and 25 games. Uh, we had a really nice win against Collinsville, who's 4A um, in the tournament championship. And, uh, so our strength of schedule is right there where we want it, and we're seven and one, and uh, we're looking forward to two really tough weekend games for sure. Where's, where's your Christmas tournament at? Uh, we actually share it with Freebird. Uh, it's every other year, and this year it's at Freebird. Nice, nice. Uh, good luck, my man. Good, welcome back home. Mr. Temple, thanks for having me. <laughs> you bet. Head coach Mark Sandstrom with the Columbia Eagles here on the pregame show. Welcome back to the Kellogg Printing Pre-Game Show. It's time for our pre-game coaches interview brought to you by Security Savings Bank. Part of your community, part of your life, member FDIC. Joining me, Titan head coach Jake Sotos. Coach, how you doing? 
I'm good, man. Ready for a good Friday night in the shoebox. Every Friday night in the shoebox is a good night. It's a special one tonight. Uh, we got a highly ranked team coming in with a coach that's uh, that's very familiar, very very familiar with the area. So tonight's going to be going to be a a fun one, and then an early turnaround tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> Hopefully, we're not uh, preparing for the Christmas tournament. Hopefully, they don't throw us at 9 a.m. in the Christmas tournament. <laughs> yeah, we we those morning games we've <laughs> tended in the past to not play too well, so. If we are, it's a good practice for the Western tournament. <laughs> right. but, um, who knows what, what seed we'll get out there. But, yeah, long couple days ahead, and the guys are ready for it. Man, I'll tell you what, the last couple of weeks had a couple ball games and another uh, another close ones. You had a two-point win against Knoxville, which is which was an absolute blast to broadcast. That was a fun one. And then a one-point loss to West Hancock on Tuesday. So that's three one-point games and one two-point game you've played in your nine <laughs> games so far. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's good for us, you know. It's good to play those tight games just so we can, you know, um, see what what we're either doing wrong or what we're doing right. And um, we watched a lot of film this week, watched that Knoxville game, watched a little bit of the West Hancock game, and um, pointed out some stuff to the guys. So, uh, you know, I tell them film's just as important as getting on the court. So um, they're starting to see stuff on film and apply it to practice, and we actually had a really, really good practice last night to get ready for tonight. It, it really is. I mean, I mean, like we talked about, I think a little bit about it last Friday morning, that or post-game or pre-game show, we, we were talking that, you know, kids get caught up in the game. They don't really, and they can't really remember what they did to learn from. Yep. But, boy, I, th- I think film is, I think film is really huge. Yeah, and it, it, it's good to see yourself, um, you know, fail sometimes and not do the right thing, and it kind of reminds you what you need to do and what you need to think about, and, uh, you know, some options you might not see uh, at the, you know, that point in the game, and you go back and rewatch, and you're like, oh yeah, it was open. I, I, I do need to look for this a little more, and that's kind of what we're um, we're talking about. You know, just making the basketball play and getting that basketball IQ going. And uh, yeah, the guys uh, responded well last night at practice. You had a bunch of close games to start last year. I remember I went back and looked a little bit, and I haven't I haven't done the total figures, but man, there was a ton of close games last year as well. I think it's I think it's the style I think it's the style that we've played the last couple of years. I mean, we can get up and down the floor and run with anybody, but I think at this point, try to keep it uh, more of a defensive thing. I don't know. Maybe that'll evolve as the season goes along. But we're playing in the in the forties right now, and it seems to do well for us. Yeah, and our offense still hasn't still hasn't clicked like it should. And, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to pick up that defense a little bit to try and get some easy offensive, you know, transition buckets. And um, I think, you know, once we get that going and uh, get our offense going, then, then that offensive flow will start going. And uh, right now we're, you know, only averaging mid-40s in the points. And uh, I think, you know, I think we could easily be up in the mid-50s. And uh, once, once our guys, get, you know, start getting some confidence, we're not shooting it well from the three yet. Uh, free throw line not the greatest so uh, just got to keep keep grinding and uh you know the guys the guys they are doing that and uh it's a, it's a long season and we don't want to be peaking right now we want to be peaking there in february and uh so that's what we're going to strive for last time out got a uh a, a one point loss to west hancock 48 47 on tuesday and one of the one of the oddest games that i think i've broadcast it was a tight game it was it was just it was just an odd there were just a ton of odd plays throughout the the whole thing. I, I don't really I don't know how to describe Tuesday night's game. Yeah, it, it was it was odd. Um that that's a good word for it. I, I was able to watch some film and see some stuff that happened that you know, um we'll just leave that there. Yes. <laughs> no need to yes. ridicule anyone or do anything like that. But he you know, we uh we, we missed we shot fifty percent from the free throw line, you know, we make all our free throws, we win. 
Um, we had, you know, 14 turnovers, I think. So, um, you know, a couple more possessions of, you know, some scores and we win. So just a lot of different things. You know, there's some stuff that happened, but, uh, you know, we we got to take the blame on that and learn from it and move on. One thing I learned from Coach Grant is, you know, you just you got to schedule the good teams. And, you know, we've been playing a lot of good teams, and uh, that doesn't change tonight with uh, Columbia coming to town. Yeah, that sets up a good one tonight. Columbia coming in, uh, coming in tonight early. They're at the uh, they're at the shootout, the Great Western shootout tomorrow, in a in a fun matchup with Rockridge. Can't wait to uh, check that one yeah. out tomorrow. Coach Sandstrom coming in tonight. Yeah, yeah, great guy. I've known him for a long time. He helped Coach Grant uh, coach when I was coming up through high school, and I kind of you know followed him throughout his coaching career and playing career. And he's just a good all around dude, good guy to have on your side. And uh, you know, he contacted me last year about playing and. Absolutely, you know, get a team like that to be able to come to your house on a Friday night. I mean, there's not much more you can ask for. And, uh, you know, hopefully our guys are ready to go and uh, looking forward to it. X's and O's wise, what's uh, Columbia bringing in? Um, they're, they're big. You know, they got a six, seven point guard that can shoot it and play. Um, they got very good low post presence. Um, they're going to get up in you and, and pressure you. And uh, uh, it's, it's going to be one of those games where we have to play, uh, you know, play, play solid and um, you know, have not have too many turnovers, and uh, we can play with them. We just got to, you know, we, we know we got to play very well, and uh, hopefully we can uh, play very well and get this season turned around a little bit. All right, Coach, good luck tonight. We'll see you after the ball game. All right, yep, thanks, Tim. We've been speaking with Mama Old Titan head coach Jake Sotos on our pregame coaches interview sponsored by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life, member FDIC. We'll be back with a tip-off here on the pregame show. You're listening to Mama Old Titan basketball on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. It's always hot in the shoebox, even when it's cold outside. It's going to be a fun one tonight. The Columbia Eagles and the Mammoth Roseville Titans. Columbia at 7-1, Mammoth Roseville at 5-4. This has been the Kellogg Printing pregame show. Kellogg Printing Company Incorporated has been on the public square in Mammoth since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. I'm broadcasting from the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth. Quality furniture at an affordable price. Located in Mammoth, Illinois, the game powered by the Greater Warren County United Way, where 100 percent of your donations directly impact our communities. We'll have our uh, starting lineups here in a bit. We're getting ready for the National Anthem, which is sponsored by your all-state insurance agency, Stanton Insurance in Monmouth, since 1919. Keys to the game brought to you by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. The entire key to this ball game is going to be if the Titans can keep the game at their pace in a half-court game, which we're looking across the way, six, eight, six, seven players on the Columbia Eagles roster. Maybe not a good idea to keep it in the half-court office, but you don't want to get the Eagles out on the run. So the Titans are going to have to keep the pace, uh, not turn the ball over, and uh, take their chances that way. Getting ready for the National Anthem here. We'll be back in a, about two minutes here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Back here at the Shoebox at Mammoth Roseville High School. Starting lineups being announced right now. We'll give our starting lineups. We're sponsored by your Mammoth area McDonald's. Now hiring. Check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. First for the Columbia Eagles, Hayes Von Brusigan, a 5'9 sophomore, averaging 3.5 points a game. Jack Steckler, a... Uh, 6'1 senior, averaging 10 points a game. Also, Dolan Murphy, a 6'7 senior, 20 and a one and a half points and four and a half rebounds. Sam Donald, the 6'8 sophomore, 11 and a half points and seven and a half rebounds a game. And Brady Hemminghouse, a 6'4 sophomore, 
averaging six and a half points. Six four, six eight, six seven, six one, and five nine. That's the starting lineup for the Columbia Eagles. For the bottom of the Roosevelt Titans, Jerome Jackson, a six foot one sophomore, eight points and two and a half rebounds. C.J. Johnson, a six foot senior, eight points, six and a half rebounds. Silas Braun, a six foot one senior, averaging three and a half points. Nick Bresnahan, a six foot two senior, eight points and three and a half rebounds. And also Nico Abadano, a six one junior, averaging eight points and four and a half rebounds. Nico's done a fantastic job since he's been inserted into the uh, starting line. And we'll, he'll be jumping uh, center. No, we're gonna have Nick uh, Bresnahan or Jerome Jackson. Jerome Jackson's gonna be jumping the center. Kind of getting, <laughs> getting the chuckle as he's walking up there. He's jumping against six foot seven. Dylan Murphy will be underway here. It's the number four in the state in the AP poll class 2A. Columbia Eagles, head coached by Mark Sandstrom, Roseville High School graduate, Monmouth College graduate, and Eagles win the tip, but stripped away by Nick Bresnahan. Nice job by Nick Bresnahan to get a hand in there and poke it away. It'll be the Titans with their first look on offense. Man-to-man -man defense by the Columbia Eagles. Pass intended for C.J. Johnson along the baselines, knocked out of bounds by Columbia. It'll be Titan ball under their own hoop. Jackson will trigger. Old box set for Monmouth Roseville. And they get it in. Safety bow out to Nick Bresnahan and tipped out of bounds by Hayes Van Brusigan. So it'll be Titan basketball right here on the near side into Jerome Jackson, top of the key. He's guarded by Jack Steckler, the six foot one senior. Right wing CJ Johnson running some cuts off of Nico Abadano over to Silas Braun. A lot of length on Columbia. Going to be in the passing lane. He's going to have to be very careful all the way to the rim as Jerome Jackson misses the shot. Rebound and out on the run come the Eagles. Fouled on the layup is Jack Steckler. He'll get a couple of free throws. And we'll see who's going to get the foul. It's going to be Silas Braun. Boy, that was quick. It was rebounded by Sam Donald. And up the floor they went. I mean, it was an outlet and bang. They were at the offensive end. First free throws of the game sponsored by Farm Kingdom Family Store with more since 1959. Free throw is good, 77% from the free throw line at Jack Steckler. And the second one is good as well. 2-0 Columbia, they draw first blood here at the shoebox. Our officials tonight, after our first foul of the game, sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care in Monmouth and Galesburg. Make sure you're seeing every play, get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Now nearly a turnover by Monmouth Roseville. Bresnahan, left wing three, long rebounded by Jack Steckler. On the run is Steckler looking to push. Flips it to the right wing, faking it three is Dylan Murphy, the 6'7 senior. They get it to the point guard. That's right, I said uh, point guard. Six foot eight, Sam Donald. It's Jack Steckler, cross, free throw line, throws it away. Turnover, second turnover by Columbia by Van Brusigan. Johnson gets in the passing lane. They whip it around the arc to the left wing to Jerome Jackson. Fake, goes rim, misses the shot. C.J. Johnson takes it up strong, misses it. And rebounded by Dylan Murphy. Both times the, the Titans took the shots. They were looking, now another turnover by Columbia. That's their third turnover of the ball game. And just throwing, just dribbling it off his foot was uh, Van Brusigan. It's gonna be Titan ball. Two nothing Columbia, 6.30 left first quarter. Star, your uniform sponsors, MC Sport and more. Your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel. Hats, hoodies, polos, basketballs, and much, much more. Titans in their home whites, tops, white bottoms, blue and silver trim down the side. Monmouth Roseville across the top, separated by the number, the blue number. The Columbia Eagles in their, their uh, Columbia, their kind of their blue, just blue, basically. Blue, black, and white. And 
Turnover by Mama Roseville. Getting in the passing lane was Columbia, taking it all the way to the rim and scoring. Nice crossover dribble by Jack Steckler. He's got all four points for Columbia. Averages 10 on the season. 4-0 Eagles. Titans have gotten a couple of good looks here against this much taller Columbia team. And nearly throwing it away Almadano. Bresnahan chases it out, chases it down out near half court. Right wing is Jerome Jackson. Jab step. It's cut off. Now they got a switch. They get it to Avendano. They got the switch. They recognize it, but they throw it away. They recognize the switch. And now another turnover by Columbia trying to get it up the floor too quick. Sbrawn. Bresnahan. Corner three. Long on the shot. Rebounded by the Eagles. On the run. Layup is good. They're just beating Mammoth Roseville down the floor. After Mates misses, they just get in behind. The defense back in the old days, that was called cherry picking. It was frowned upon, I guess. That's probably about the proper terminology. You got called a cherry picker if you just took off on a rebound. And now it's a part of team's offense. As soon as the rebound goes, and if you've got a 6'7, six, 6'8 six, guy in the post, you can afford to just have your guards just take off. 6 nothing, Columbia. Avenano drives baseline, back out, swings it. Braun takes a three, drives. Little floater, no good. Rebounded by Columbia. That was Brady Hemminghouse on the run and a kick to the corner, throws away. That is the fifth turnover on Columbia. And head coach Mark Sandstrom is uh, not happy with the way his team's playing right now. hes They've got five turnovers. What do they average for the season? They only average 11 turnovers for the season does Columbia. And they've got five in the first three and a half minutes. Just trying to go a little too quick which I totally understand that that's, that's what they do, averaging 61 points. But at the pace I've seen so far in this first four minutes, good pass by Johnson. Finds Jerome Jackson down in the paint, and Jackson throws it up off the glass and good. Titans on the board, they trail 6-2. Pack it into that 2-3 zone, and tipped out. Three on the way is good. That is Dylan Murphy. That three ball sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. First three of the game by Columbia by Dylan Murphy. Or Dylan Murphy, he shoots 50%. He's a 6'7 senior. He's 6'7 and shoots 50% from three-point range. And I'm not talking just on a couple of attempts. That's 56 attempts for Murphy coming into this one. He's made 28 of them. Now make it 29 out of 57. Got a foul on the play. First foul on Columbia. It's going to go on Hayes, Van Bruzigan. Into the ball game for Mammoth Roseville is Leo Mahoney. It'd be interesting to see how Coach Sotos uses his bench tonight. They have a quick turnaround. They play at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning at the Great Western Shootout. Not a long drive, just Abingdon, but still having to get up and around after physical play. Turnover by the Titans. Leo Mahoney got himself trapped along the baseline and got his little tootsies, little tootsies over the, uh, over the edge there. Nine to two. Columbia with the seven-point lead and the basketball. Three turnovers on Mammoth Roseville. Now slowing down a little bit against this 2-3 zone. Left wing is Dylan Murphy. Yeah, they're going to have to get a hand up on Mr. Murphy. Ooh, nearly a steal by Jerome Jackson getting in the passing lane, but Columbia picks up the loose ball. They swing it around the arc. Left wing three, Murphy again. He's good. Boy, he's good, and that shot was good. That is over 50% on the season from Dylan Murphy. Two threes, that's two Mammoth Farm and Home Realty three-pointers. 
Right wing, Darian Smith in the ball game also for Mammoth Rosa and gets doubled and gets the ball taken away. Now we got a jump ball between Darian Smith and also Logan Bosch, the 5'11 sophomore who has checked in for Columbia. 12-2, Columbia with those two three-pointers. That'll quickly get the lead up to 10. Jackson. Two, Darius Smith on the left wing. Gets a screen for Mahoney. Now they double the screen. And same guys battling for it. Darius Smith and Logan Bosch. And now we're going to get a foul on. They're going to say that was out of bounds. We got a foul. I think uh, our official, Dave Hasley, just going to say it's out of bounds. So no foul on the play. It was on right in front of the Columbia bench. Smith into Jackson, top of the key. Now they run their four across. Johnson left wing to Mahoney. Now Smith right wing. Little give and go to Mahoney for the shot. Nice cut by Leo Mahoney and a nice, nice find by Darian Smith. Little, little uh, screen and then curl. And nobody went with Mahoney. He was wide open. 12-4 is the lead for Columbia with 2.15 to go. Driving is Steckler off the glass and good. Nice move by Jack Steckler. He has got six points in the ballgame. Dylan Murphy also has six. His have both came his all his points from behind the arc. 14 to 4. Just under two minutes to go first quarter. Quickly moving quarter here. Just a couple of fouls. Had some turnovers early, and now it's gonna be a turnover on Monmouth Roseville. They throw it in the backcourt. So while Columbia has started to take care of the basketball a little better, not getting in quite so much of a hurry. Now the Titans are having some problems hanging on to the ball. Four turnovers for Mama Throwsville, just five for Columbia. Quickly, Murphy, but you get a hand up on him quickly as you can. And now Columbia will throw it in the backcourt. That is their sixth turnover. Maybe a little jet lag here for the Columbia Eagles. Mama Throwsville with the quick turnaround. Columbia will have a, a little bit more time to relax and get off their feet, but they're taking on state-ranked Rockridge tomorrow in Abingdon in, uh, at Abingdon Avon High School in Abingdon at the Great Western Shootout. It's gonna be a fun one. 1.30 tip-off for that. A lot of good matchups tomorrow. Southeastern's there. We'll give, uh, at halftime, we'll give the uh, pairings for the Great Western Shootout. Jerome Jackson nearly falls down, goes baseline, misses the shot, and cleaned up by the, by the Columbia Eagles. I don't think Mammoth Roseville has but maybe one offensive rebound all night. Good strip by, I didn't see if that was uh, maybe Jake Steele down to Bresnahan. Shot on the way, short by Mahoney. There's an offensive rebound. Avendano chases one down. Avendano back to Steele, right wing, fakes it. Fakes the drive on the baseline, back out to Avendano. Mahoney screens for him. Nico, pull up, back to Steele. And to Bresnahan, right wing. Spins along the baseline, takes it back out to the wing. Now Steele, down to 30 sa 35 seconds on the clock. Left corner is Mahoney. Drives baseline, cut off. Back out to Bresnahan. Under 30 seconds to go, down to 26 on the clock. To Avendano, 14 to four. Columbia with the lead, now under 20 seconds. Steele up top, guarded by Lang Landgraf, another 6'5 player for the Columbia Golden Eagles. I don't know what they're putting in the water down there in Columbia, but 
All kinds of height. Jerome Jackson shakes loose with five seconds off the glass. It's going to be a charge on Jerome Jackson. He runs right into Sam Donald. Jackson picks up his first foul. That'll be the second team foul, only the third foul of the ballgame. 2.3 seconds. Find where Murphy is. With 2.3, Columbia's going to inbound. We've got to go the length of the court here with 2.3. Somebody get on Dylan Murphy. And he's got the ball. Half court, pulls up, on the way. It hit, it hit the white square anyway. It didn't go in, but it was close. It hit the white square behind the basket. 14 to four at the end of the first eight minutes here at the shoebox at Monmouth Roseville High School. Non-conference basketball on Sunday 97.7. We'll be back in one minute. Back here at the shoebox. First eight minutes in the books, 14 to four Columbia. Leading the Monmouth Roseville Titans, it will be Columbia basketball to start the second quarter. A couple three-pointers by Dylan Murphy, the six-foot-seven senior. Averages 22 on the 21 and a half on the season. Again, 50% from three-point range. He nearly shoots better from three-point range than he does the, uh, the free-throw line. Now they pound it in the post to Hemminghouse, little baby hook. Fake the baseline on from the left block, turn and little hook over the uh, over the defender, make it 16 to four, underway second quarter. Steele, Jake Steele, Nick Bresnahan, Nico Abadano, and he had a tied balls, reaching in, taking the ball away from Steele was Logan Bosch. That'd be a little strong with the ball against the Columbia Eagles tonight. Be very strong with the ball. Good pass off the inbound at half court into the corner for C.J. Johnson, and then across to Nico Abadano. Nice set there off the inbounds from Mammoth Roseville, and a good feed, good find by C.J. Johnson. I don't know how he's seen through the 6'8". Uh, <laughs> little Murphy, now he, Murphy goes baseline, misses his shot, backside rebound by C.J. Johnson. He skies up and gets it with two hands. Ahead to Mahoney, he'll drive baseline, but travels first. Had the right idea. The baseline kind of opened up for him there. And I think he got a little excited seeing the open, open path down the baseline and took too many steps before he got the ball on the deck. 10-point lead for the Columbia Eagles, 16-6. to six. That's a fifth turnover for Monmouth Roseville. As always, stats are always officially unofficial. And they tried to pound it in the lane to Hemminghouse and getting a hand on it with C.J. Johnson and maybe a Leo Mahoney in there. Might have been Avendano. But Titans have done a pretty good job protecting the paint. And now stripped away. Another turnover loose on the floor. Well, it's not going to be a turnover. Now a timeout taken by head coach Mark Sandstrom with, with uh, Brady Hemminghouse rolling around on the floor with the basketball. Nearly a travel before the uh, timeout got taken. It's 30-second timeout. We'll step aside and take one as well. Didn't get a lot of breaks there in that first quarter. 16-6, Columbia over Monmouth Rosa. We'll be back. Back here at the shoebox at Monmouth Roseville High School after the timeout taken by Columbia. A Tickham's electric timeout. Dylan Murphy, another three-pointer from the right wing. Wow, that's three for three for Dylan Murphy. 50% folks from three-point range. 28 of 56 coming in. There's guys that don't shoot free throws that well. And now he's made his first three here. And a good drive by Nick Bresnahan powering into the lane. Drew the contact, tossed it up off the glass and good. Bresnahan in the scoring column. He'll get to the free throw line, and that foul is going to be called on. We got it on the board yet. It's the second team foul in Columbia. 
still on there. You go. Second foul on Hayes Van Bruzigen, so he's going to have to come out. Bresnahan, a 38% free throw shooter. That's going to come up before the end of the year. He's too good a free. He's too good a shooter to stay around that. And he switches to free throw here. So the three-point play completed. And Farm King, the family store with more since 1959, gets another free throw to sponsor. 19 to nine. Titans back within 10. They swing it. Murphy, three-pointer from the right wing is good. Nothing but net. Four for four from three-point range by Dylan Murphy. That's almost that's almost boxing one on uh, Murphy. They're going to have to get out, get, get somebody on him. Somebody's going to have to spy him. He'll shoot you out of the gym. He already has. And now a turnover by Mama Throwsville. And now another turnover by Columbia because they tried to get up the floor in too much of a hurry. Avendano, good ball fake, and then the shot is good. Let the defense fly by. Good entry pass by Bresnan and Avendano. He flashed across the lane. Titans score. Makes it 22 to 11. Good flash by Avendano and a good find by Bresnahan. As he, kind of a shot fake, let the defense fly by. And there is another three, this time by Jack Steckler. That's five three-pointers for the Columbia Golden Eagles. They average 61 and a half points already at 25. Braun to C.J. Johnson. Tights haven't played bad down by 14. They're just getting shot out of the gym from the three-point line. Next thing you know, you take away the three-pointer and you got 6-7, six, 6-8 six, in the post. Be a tough team to defend against. Avendano jumper from the left elbow is no good. Rebounded by Logan Bosch for the Eagles. Under five minutes to go, 25-11. Columbia, there's, there's Murphy. Now they flash it along the, the uh, baseline. Shot up and good. I don't know how that one went in by Hemminghouse. I think it was kind of tipped a little bit. Now it's going to force head coach Jake Sotos to call a timeout. 27-11 with 4.42 to go here in the second quarter. It'll be a full timeout. We'll step aside and take a full minute ourselves. We'll be back. First timeout taken by head coach Jake Sotos from Amoth Roseville. Tickham's Electric sponsoring our timeouts. As always, looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tickham's Electric at 335-3034. Three ball missed by C.J. Johnson out of the timeout from the left wing. Is rebounded by Columbia. Quickly up the floor come the Eagles. Boy, they play at a fast pace. They got a little flustered there about midway through the first quarter, maybe towards the tail end of the first quarter as the Titans slowed them down a little bit. Now a turnover. Entry pass is thrown away by Columbia. There goes Jackson. It's going to be a charging call on Jerome. He tried to do the old Euro step in the lane, and the defender just got there just in time. I am not quite certain, not quite sold. The defender was in there in time on that one, but that's going to be the second foul on Jerome Jackson. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that one. Coach Soto's asking the official that blew the whistle, kind of the same thing. It's hard to draw a charge off a Euro step unless you're moving, uh, somehow moving. And another turnover on an entry pass by the Golden Eagles. That is 10 turnovers. That is just about their average for the season in a ball game. 10 tonight. Silas Braun takes it strong to the hoop and scores. Little flip over his shoulder there, drew a little contact, no call there. First bucket for Silas Braun, 27 to 13. Columbia with the basketball. Free throw line is Sam Donald throws. Baseline drive by Steckler. Back in the paint to Brady Hemminghauser. Just outside the paint is Hemminghauser. He's got six in this quarter, 29 to 13. 
And Darian Smith's entry pass is nearly tipped out of bounds by Columbia, but he ended up getting the ball back and tried to throw it down the baseline from the right block to the left corner. They're going to say his foot was on the line or the uh, pass was on the line. I'm not sure what uh, Coach Hasley getting asked, I think, by Coach Sotos if his foot was on the line or if the ball was on the line on the long pass down the baseline. Corner, Murphy, left corner, good. Holy cow, that is five three-pointers for Dylan Murphy. And I can't think off the top of my head if he's missed one. I'm not for sure he's missed one. If he has, it's only been one. This is a guy that shoots 50% from three-point range, and he's six foot seven. Now we got a foul on the drive by Avendano. That's going to go against Columbia. That'll be Brody Landgraf, the six foot five freshman. Six five freshman for the Golden or for the uh, Eagles. And swatted on the out-of-bounds, Darian Smith. He gets swatted right back at him, Jack Steckler. And then uh, Darian's reaction is just to catch it like anybody's would be. It just swatted right back at him, and he caught it, standing out-of-bounds. Turnover to the Titans, that's their eighth. Still not as many turnovers as Columbia, and Columbia's got a 19-point lead, 32-13. to 13. Right wing, now corner, is Landgraf. Jab step, gets in the lane, pulls up, kicks it into the corner. Three ball on the way by Donald is no good. Backside rebound by Darian Smith. He's looking to push up the floor. Gets into the lane, corner to Braun. Right corner, drives baseline, kicks it to Smith. Back out to Bresnahan, deep three from the left wing, no good. Rebounded by Sam Donald, one and done. That's been kind of the theme tonight. On the run and shooting a left-handed contested layup is Jack Steckler. What a game for Steckler. Right now, he has 10 points, 11 points. He has 11 points. He only averages 10. 21-point lead, 34 to 13, with under two minutes to go here in the first half. Avendano to the left wing. Nice drop pass to Darian Smith for the layup. That's a nice play between Avendano and Smith. Smith seen him driving. Avendano drew his defender. And then a little, little bounce pass along the baseline, and Smith finishes. And now we got a... Offensive foul call on Sam Donald as he tried to spin around his defender and call the hook. Got the elbow out and got around. Let's see who was down there in that far corner defending, defending uh, Sam Donald, but the official caught him on the hook. Jake Steele's in back into the ball game. James Blackman ready to check in at the next dead balls. Darian Smith with it on the right wing, top of the key to Avendano. Back to C.J. Johnson, left wing. Pulls up along the baseline and through a defender's hands. It was off Dylan Murphy's hand and then Silas Braun, before he could get his hand out of the way, tips off of Silas Braun's hand. So that's a turnover on Mammoth Roseville. That's about the ninth. 34 to 15. Eagles with a buck seven to go. Buck 07 to go here in the second quarter. Columbia over their uh, average pace, average 60, 61 and a half. And one nice spin move. Nice spin move by Sam Donald. That's just four points for Donald. But boy, he put uh, put his defender in the spin cycle there. And now a turnover by Mammoth Roseville. That's their 10th. They're starting to get a little sloppy with the basketball. 
Jumper, no good. Rebounded by Darian Smith. Steckler with a missed shot to C.J. Johnson in the left corner. Picks up his dribble to James Blackman. This is a shot, the tip by Darian Smith is good. Oh, they're gonna say no basket. Wow. We're gonna say the uh, blocking foul was against. They're gonna say it's out of bounds. They're not even gonna count the shot. The foul's gonna go on Sam Donald. That's his second, so Coach Sandstrom quickly gets a uh, new guy into the onto the floor and gets Sam Donald out of there with two personal fouls. 27.4 seconds. Darian Smith with a nice tip, but they're saying the foul came before that. I think it was on the drive by uh, Johnson or Blackman. Oh boy, good bounce pass from Silas Braun goes right through the hands of James Blackman. Probably would have had a layup there. And he looks at Silas, pats his chest and says, yep, that's on me. I'm not sure he was quite ready for that. Braun made a nice move to get the baseline, but drew, drew Blackman's defender to cut his drive off. And the bounce pass to, or the chest pass to uh, James Blackman goes through his hands. Now Jake still picking up full court with 17 seconds to go. Down to 12 and just now getting over the timeline to Sam Donald. Under 10, back cut to Dylan Murphy, lays it in. Nice, nice set there with three seconds to go. Darian Smith, shot at the horn, off the front of the rim, 38 to 15. The Columbia Eagles take a 23-point lead into the half. The number four ranked team in the state, Columbia Eagles. From what I saw in the first half, they are uh, absolutely worth the ranking that they've got, uh, at least here in this early season. 7-1 Eagles coming in, the only loss was to Triad back uh, at the very tail end of November there. We're going to take a three-minute break, come back. We've got our, uh, our, uh, our rock-solid, terrific Titans, and we'll take a look at the uh, Great Western shootout schedule for tomorrow and what the Titans have ahead and uh, our broadcast schedule for the Great Western shootout tomorrow. All coming up in three minutes. We'll be back. Back here at the shoebox at Monmouth Roseville High School, your score at the half, it is 38 to 15, the Columbia Eagles leading the Monmouth Roseville Titans. The Columbia Eagles ranked number four in the, uh, the latest. They didn't have a poll this week. They won't have another one come out until after the uh, Christmas tournaments are done, but number four in the, uh, at least the latest class 2A poll before we get to our, uh, our uh, rock solid terrific Titans and also our halftime scoring update. Our guest at the half, as usual, junior varsity head coach for Monmouth Roseville. We got the night off tonight, Mr. Ethan Sikorsky. How you doing, Ethan? Oop, there we go. Oh, there we go, there right? We go. Yeah, you didn't want to hear my voice anyways, right? <laughs> it's good I got a beautiful face for radio. Is that why you cut me off? <laughs> there you go, there you go. No, uh, I'm doing good, man. It's uh, it's a Friday night in the shoebox. I can't complain. Yeah, uh, just a varsity game tonight with Columbia in town going to the Great Western Shootout. So your your ball club got a night off tonight. Uh, how's things been going with your club? Uh, do we count getting really after practice tonight off? That works, that uh, works no, for me. Uh, we got after it today. We had a really good practice today. Uh, kind of bouncing back and just talking about some things that you know happened on Tuesday night in our loss um, but um, I had to motivate him for something right we go Tuesday night down to uh, Quincy go play in the pit go play uh, Quincy Notre Dame so uh, I hope we're ready for that uh, everybody's healthy again uh, I think hopefully the sickness has rained its course for our team I've got everybody back now so good yeah this is a tough stretch for Mama Throws you got the Columbia Eagles in town tonight uh, an early wake-up call it's against a, a Ridgewood club I think I got them at what two Two and eight, I think. Uh, three and eight. Three and eight, Ridgewood. But it's a nine o'clock in the morning game after playing, you know, getting up and down the floor with a team like Columbia the night before. That won't be an easy one. And then you already mentioned the tri <laughs> trip to the pit. 
They yeah. Quincy Notre Dame on Tuesday. Yeah, Columbia in front of us, they're a great ball team. Uh, tomorrow, Ridgewood, that's the typical trap game, right? Uh, it's something we've already beat, but they're pinned in between two state-ranked opponents. And, uh, but yeah, it's fun. These are the games you want to play in. Um, they got two really good players, man. Uh, it's fun to watch, though. Coach Sandstrom's got a good thing going over there. I know they're going to make a deep run. They're fun to watch, but we should be playing a little bit better than what we are. Yeah, you and I actually chit-chatted before we got on the air. It's 38-15, to 15, and we were like, well, if they take away three of their six, maybe they don't. Or excuse me, yeah, three of their six. Uh, maybe make 50% of those six instead of the 80%, I think, they're shooting from the three-point line. We make a few of our easy ones early in the ballgame. You know, this could be a seven, nine-point game by now. Yeah, we were talking uh, between coaches there at the end of the first quarter. Really, we could have been looking, if Jerome hits both layups early and Nico finishes one, we're, we're talking maybe an 8-11 to 11 ball game at the end of the first quarter, and then they probably still go on that run here in the second quarter because, you know, that's what good basketball teams do. Uh, but we are not taking care of the basketball on offense. We're not looking to shoot. We just we just look nonchalant out there. We, we, we realistically should be looking at about a 29-22 ball game. Uh, but uh, I know Coach is getting into them right now, so uh, hopefully they can come out a little bit better moving forward. Yeah, that uh, the first four minutes of the game, Columbia, who I by the stats I got, only average 11 turnovers for a complete ball game. They're already sitting at 10, and eight of those 10 seem like it came in the first five, six minutes, whereas the Titans only had a couple of turnovers early. So one of the turnover battle looked up, and it was like a 13-point game. It I'll, didn't seem uh, right. I'll, I'll, I'm sure they're crediting that to the uh, three-and-a-half-hour drive they had to make today. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I'll, I'll call it the, the, the three-and-a-half-hour drive turnover hangover. Yeah, there you go. There you go. What's what's the uh, what's the game plan? What are you guys talking about before you went before uh, Coach Sotos went down with the ball club? You know, it's it's locating their two guys, right? Um, there at the end of the half, CJ overplayed 24, uh, way, way too much, and then he got an easy look at the rim. It's just you got to keep him in front of you and let him play at you. Um, he's a good basketball player. He's going to get his numbers. We know that. But, uh, you know, it's just staying with him, man. Man, I'm, I'm certainly – I didn't think he'd come in and hit, you know, go five for five or maybe five or six. I don't know if he's missed one or not, but I didn't think uh, he would come in and shoot five for five. Not in the shoebox, man. You know, it's not supposed to happen in the shoebox. Right, it's not supposed to happen in the shoebox, but man, <laughs> we got two of the greatest shooters in the area that used to come up here, right? Coach of both teams. You see all these threes lighting up the board. I said I put on Twitter today a little bit before the ball game that if this game if this game is tied after four quarters, Coach Sandstrom and Coach Sotos go out and have a three point contest <laughs> like a shoot off to see who wins the game. We'd be here all night. I'd pay man. to see that. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> All right, my man. Thanks for joining me, Ethan Sikorsky. I'll, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning at the uh, Great Western Shootout. Try to get some rest tonight. All right, I'm going to try. <laughs> Head coach of the Junior University, uh, Ethan Sikorsky, joining us on the halftime show here. And uh, we'll get to our rock-solid, terrific Titans. Thanks to Katie Morrison, the principal at Harding, for sending the uh, the uh, students of the week, we'll call it, the terrific Titans. It's sponsored by Leary's Concrete. For all your concrete flat work needs, call Leary's, Leary's Concrete at 309 368-1690. Leary's Concrete sponsoring our rock solid terrific Titans. Who's the students of the week at Harding? In second grade, it's Deanna Willman, Jayla Klein, Liliana Sierra, Zoe Nzinga, Lucas Rubalcaba, Juliet Jacobs. In third grade, April Ramirez Piceno, Sebastian Nunez, Sophia Stogelsong, Peyton Strange, Amelia Curdy. Jonas Teal and Joseph Yader. Those are your terrific Titans for the week. Congratulations to all those uh, all those kids. Uh, and a great job and job well done. Now our halftime scoring update. Courtesy of Save-A-Lot Foods in Monmouth. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money, save a lot food store in Monmouth. First for the Columbia Eagles. 
They were led in scoring by 17 points from Dylan Murphy. Averages 22, shoots 50% from three-point range, and he's five for five tonight. Five three-pointers, five Monmouth Farman home realty three-pointers, and then a bucket along the baseline for Dylan Murphy, 17 points. Also, we've got 11 points from Jack Steckler. He averages 10 on the season, six points from Brady Hemminghouse, and then finally four points for Sam Donald. Two for two from the free throw line are the Columbia Golden Eagles. For Monmouth Roseville, they were led in scoring by four points from Nico Abandano, three points from Nick Bresnahan on an old-fashioned three-pointer, three-point play, two points for Darian Smith, two points for Leo Mahoney, and two points for Stylus Brown, also Jerome Jackson with a bucket as well. Monmouth Roseville, one for one from the free throw line, 11 points in the second quarter for Monmouth Roseville, 24 for Columbia. There'll be a Titan ball here to start the second half. Thanks for joining us. We'll be on the air tomorrow morning for the uh, Great Western Shootout. Nine o'clock in the morning, it's this same Monmouth Roseville Titan ball club taking on the Ridgewood Spartans. Our, our pregame show will hit the air at around 8.40. So start tuning in uh, right then, 8.40. It's uh, 9 o'clock. It's the first game of the day, so it's going to tip off at 9 o'clock in our pregame show at 8.40. We'll take a look at some of the other matchups throughout the day. It's going to be a fun day of basketball at uh, having the name on high school. Titan basketball, they trail 38-15 as we start the second half. Amadano, a drive down the right side of the lane, gets his shot tipped, and here comes Columbia. 38-15. Starters on the floor for both ball clubs. For Columbia, it's Hayes Van Bruzigan. He's got a couple of fouls. Also, Jack Steckler, Dylan Murphy, Sam Donald, Brady Hemminghouse. They enter it into Dylan Murphy. He, he gets his, I was going to say jump ball, but Boy, that's a quick whistle. C.J. Johnson reached in. He's kind of got a smile on his face. A very quick whistle. He reached in and just took the ball away from Dylan Murphy. Just reached in and grabbed it. And uh, as soon as C.J. started heading up the floor, the whistle blew. Then it was a jump ball. Along the baseline, off the glass, and getting the uh, kind roll is Sam Donald. He's got six. Averages about 11 and a half. 40 to 15 with 7.10 to go. They get it into Bresnahan. Back out to Braun. Fakes a three. Over to Jackson. Back into Bresnahan. I like, uh, I like what Kosotis is doing here. The, one of the few matchups on the floor where we have the height advantage. On the run, making the shot is Brady Hemminghouse. 42 to 15, just went right down the right side of the lane, drew a little contact, kissed it off the glass. They are posting up Nick Bresnahan on uh, Hayes Van Bruzigan. Bruzigan goes 5-9, Bresnahan is 6-2. There's Avendano with a three-pointer. Nico has seven points. And the first Mammoth Roseville three-pointer, sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Call them at 734-6600. Right wing. Is Jack Steckler. Now they whip it to the left wing. Hayes Van Bruzigan. There's Murphy guarded tightly by Silas Braun. 6.15 to go, third quarter, 42 to 18. Murphy drives in, tries a scoop shot, misses it. Braun with the rebound for Monmouth Roseville. Stutter step dribble behind the back by Jerome Jackson draws the foul. Nice move by Jerome. He's going to get a couple free throws out of the deal. New sponsor on board for Monmouth Roseville, Simulation Sports. It's like recess for everyone. Every happy gathering is successful because of the people you share it with. The weather will never put a damper on the fun when you book an event at Simulation Sports. Perfect for small or large groups of all ages. When you're playing at Simulation Sports, there is no pressure to be an athlete. They're all about having fun with batting cages, pool tables, golf simulators, and a lounge area. 
equipped with HD TVs. They have something for everyone. And missing both free throws was Jerome Jackson, but the Titans get the offensive rebound and then nearly throw it away. If Resnan saves it back in, but right to Columbia on the run out, the layup is good by Jack Steckler. And Jackson misses both free throws. He only shot four, which amazes me that Jerome Jackson's only shot four free throws in the first nine games. As much as he gets to the rim, I can't believe he doesn't get more calls on his way to the rim. Bresnan does draw a foul on his way to the rim. That's going to be Dylan Murphy, his first. Bresnan will get a couple free throws. He completed a three-point play back in the second quarter with his only free throw attempt. Here's two. The first one is no good for Nick. Take your time, Nick. That's a little quick. A little quick on the trigger there. Take your time. 44 to 18 with 5.35 to go. Bresnahan second, Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Free throw is good. So he's got, he's sitting at four points now. And the lead is down to 25, 44 to 19. Ooh, crossover dribble by Hayes Van Bruzigan, but stolen away by Nick Bresnahan. Goes down the left sideline, cut off, entry pass into Avedano, kicks back out. Braun three on the way. Air ball. Rebounded by Sam Donald. Up the floor comes the Golden Eagles. Boy, what a nice reverse layup by Dylan Murphy. He had Jerome Jackson bearing down on him on the left side of the hoop and just kind of, wasn't even a Euro step, just, just glided across there. And the uh, reverse layup is good, and now Jerome Jackson will get called for traveling as he tries to get into the rim on Sam Donald. I heard the whistle and I thought maybe Jerome would draw a foul there. He did not. 46-19, Columbia basketball. Just under five minutes left, third quarter. Columbia, ooh, another crossover dribble by Van Bruzigan. Layup is up and good. Boy, that is, that is a really nice crossover dribble. And if you can crossover dribble Jerome Jackson, you're, uh, that's a good one. Five foot nine sophomore with his first bucket of the ball game. Out of bounds on Columbia. On the drive down the baseline by Avenano. So Jackson will trigger under his own hoop. 434 left second quarter. Jackson looking for somebody to get it into and hits the uh, backboard. Somehow hits the backboard and here comes Columbia on the run. Murphy with a layup on the uh, Columbia end, 50 to 19. Head coach, head coach uh, Jake Sotos, I think it's uh, Sotos will call the timeout. It's going to be a full timeout and it is on, yeah, Jake Sotos can call the timeout. Stop this run here by Columbia. 50 to 19, it's full timeout. We'll step aside and take a full minute ourselves. We'll be back. Back underway, both teams back on the floor. C.J. Johnson's drive down the baseline uh, was no good, and the offensive rebound somehow got tipped out to Bresnan. He takes the shot and misses it, and then C.J. Johnson will catch a foul. Will get a foul on the rebound. Came down simultaneously with the ball with a Columbia Eagle, but C.J. was <laughs> hanging on the back there, so he got picked up the foul. Nice job of getting a couple of hands on the ball, though. A tough spot. How they enter into Dylan Murphy. He gets his shot blocked by Mahoney, and they're going to say a foul on Leo. 
Ooh, that's a quick whistle and a lot of respect there for Dylan Murphy because I thought uh, I thought Leo I thought Leo got uh, all ball maybe something down below I know Coach Soto's asking about it too I wish you, I wish I got the explanation Murphy's first free throw is good why not made uh, five three pointers in the first half I'm not sure he hit the rim on any of them a 74% free throw shooter as well and makes them both. Murphy now with 23 points, averages 21 and a half, and it is a 33-point lead, 52 to 19, with 3:45 to go in the third quarter. Let's see how long um, Coach Sotos leaves the starters on the floor here, or maybe get some rotated out. They have an early game tomorrow, 9 a.m. at the Great Western Shootout against Ridgewood. Avedonio a spin and also behind the back between the leg dribble back to Avedonio swings it to Johnson three ball left wing is no good he's gonna be fouled and get three free throws on it stepping out the block the shot was Sam Donald so that will put that will put CJ at the free throw line for three shots CJ is a 62% free throw shooter on the season has yet to score tonight averages uh, a little 8.1 which is uh, just about .3 over Jerome Jackson and Nick Bresnahan for the team lead. Misses the first free throw. That foul goes on Sam Donald. That's his third. Let's see if Coach uh, Sandstrom leaves Donald on the floor. Second free throw is missed as well. Boy, CJ just ain't got the confidence right now. I'm looking at the, uh, looking at the free throw line. He's lacking a little confidence right now. Heads have scored. Actually, uh, only had, uh, well, he had nine points on Tuesday night and misses all three. 0 for three on the Farm King, the family store with more since 1959 free throws. Baseline pass thrown away. Sam Donald tried to get it to a cutting Hayes Van Bruzigan. Turnover will go to Monmouth Rose. I've kind of lost track of the turnovers here in the second half, but Columbia has really done a much better job than they did the first no, five or six game minutes, probably. Johnson in the corner, tries baseline, gets cut off, finds Mahoney, goes right through Mahoney's hands. I don't know if Mahoney was not quite ready for it, but if he catches that, he's probably got a, a little, little floater, maybe a little jumper in the lane there, right in the middle of the, right in the, middle of the lane. Goes through his hands and out of bounds. So it's Columbia basketball. It'll be interesting to see how, how long uh, Coach Sandstrom leaves his starters in with a big game tomorrow against Rockridge. A couple of state-ranked teams going at it. Number four against number seven. Shot from the elbow is no good by Sam Donald. And picking up the loose ball was Nico Avendano. And then on his way up the floor, he draws a foul. That's going to be four fouls on Sam Donald. A couple of quick ones here in the third quarter. 2.35 left. Coach Sandstrom's going to leave him out there. Got to learn to play with fouls. This be a good learning lesson. This is why Coach Sandstrom has won 366 games in his coaching career. Using this as a teaching moment. Got four fouls. You're already up by 33, so let's see how long you can go before fouling out. Steal. Pump fake. Gets it out to Avendano. Left corner. Johnson drives in. Back out to Mahoney. Three balls. Good. Just to the right of the top of the key. Mahoney with his second three ball of the season. Mammoth Farm and Home Realty, if you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Call them at 734-6600. 52-22, draws Mammoth Roseville to within 30. 
spin dribble by Van Hoosgen. One hand pass out to Sam Donald, who misses the three. But there's Murphy to clean up the mess and score on the putback. Dylan Murphy, eight points in this quarter. He had 11 in the second and six in the first, as advertised. As is this whole Eagle Ball Club. Very impressed with the Eagles. Johnson corner, CJ, no good. Rebounded by Murphy, quickly up the floor to Jack Steckler, and he'll go in for the layup. Done that numerous times tonight. They just let the big guys go get it, and the guards just take off. It's a good offense <laughs> with the personnel that that Coach Mark Sandstrom has, that's a, that's a good offense. Let the bigs go get it. Send your guards on a fly route. Corner, three ball, Jake Steele. Good, Jake Steele. Drills the three-pointer. Mama Thurman O'Reilly gets another three-pointer, and then quickly come the Eagles in transition. Tried to get it all the way down to Brady Landgraf. He saves it back in. Mammoth Roseville on the run out, and Scott shot good by Abadano. Nico with nine points tonight, and Steele gets a, gets a Nearly gets a steal in the backcourt, but kind of lost his footing, so Van Bruzigan picks it back up. But Jake Steele, good hustle in the backcourt. 56 to 27. Under 30 seconds to go here in the third quarter. If the, uh, if the, if the Eagles can get a shot here, we'll have running clock starting the fourth quarter. See if the Titans can keep that from happening. Johnson guarding Dylan Murphy, top of the key. Gives it up to Van Bruzigan, the sophomore. Gets it in the hands of Sam Donald, down to seven seconds left. With it is Steckler, drives off the glass and good. What a tough shot by Steckler. And that's how the third quarter will end and we'll start the fourth quarter with a running clock. A 20 point quarter for the Columbia Eagles after a 24 point second quarter. They'll take a 31-point lead into the fourth quarter here at the Shoebox at Mammoth Roseville High School. We'll be back in one minute. Back here at the Shoebox at Mammoth Roseville High School on a chilly night in West Central Illinois. Got some heat going on here in the Shoebox. Provided a lot here by the Columbia Golden Eagles. They've just been on fire shooting the basketball. Nick Bresdan, who has maybe a look at an open three there from the left wing. Starters on the floor for Nico Abandonio. What a spin move from the free throw line. Nico, nice move, 11 points for Abandonio. He has really become a force on the offensive end. Had 12 points in the Tuesday night game against West Hancock. And then looking back at the Knoxville win, had eight points. So he's been averaging right around 10 points since uh, getting in the starting lineup and uh, pulling down some rebounds as well. Top of the key, three on the way is no good by Logan Bosch. Every time they go to shoot a three-pointer, I think it's going in. <laughs> 58 to 29, and that pass stolen away. Bresnan tried to hit the post into Jerome Jackson, stolen away by the Eagles. Here they come up for, they got a couple subs in the game, Charlie Steckler, has the ball right now. Also on the floor is Lucas Cole. Right wing is Logan Bosch and also Logan Hicks in the game, a sophomore. A bunch of sophomores on this roster. It's a good ball club and they're pretty young. Right wing three is no good. CJ Johnson with the rebound. We'll see how long it takes. Uh, we'll see how long that Coach Sotos keeps his ball club, his, his starters on the floor with a uh, early 9 a.m. game tomorrow and tipped out of bounds and Nick Bresnahan loses a shoe. Tried, 
tried to hang in the air long enough. Nico Avendano, he drove baseline, and he wanted to dish it into Nico Avendano, who drew a couple, or uh, Bresnan drew a couple defenders, so he tried to feed Avendano. Avendano thought he was shooting it, so he turned his back. And it, luckily, it goes out of bounds off of Columbia. Luckily, if you're, a, uh, if you're a Titan fan, Mahoney tries to drive. He'll draw a foul on Lucas Cole. Puts his head down, tries to drive around Cole. Yeah, that's probably a good call. Oh, Coach Sandstrom. <laughs> Uh, Logan or Lucas Cole looked over at Coach Sandstrom like, what did I do? And Coach, Coach Sandstrom says, whatever he did, you did. 58 to 29. Under six minutes to go here, fourth quarter. To Jerome Jackson, gets a screen from Mahoney. Takes a three, top of the key. Back iron, no good. Comes right back to the free throw line. But Lucas Cole standing there. Jerome had already headed up the floor. He thought he got that one to go. Left wing is Mika James. He's in the ball game for the Eagles. His shot no good as he tried to get to the rim. C.J. Johnson ahead. His pass tipped out of bounds by Columbia. C.J. looking for a sprinting Nico Avedano. Avedano will check out. Jerome Jackson will check out. On the floor is Tyler Finnecum. C.J. Johnson's off the floor. So the only starter left on the floor right now is Nick Bresnahan out there with Leo Mahoney, Tyler Finnecum, James Blackman. And also in the game is, uh, is uh, in and out, no good by Mahoney. Uh, Mar uh, Jordan Watson in the ballgame, a senior for, for Monmouth Roosevelt. Tipped out of bounds by Mahoney on the run out there by Columbia after the missed shot by Monmouth Roseville. Clock is running here with 4.40 to go fourth quarter. 58-29 right now. Titans holding Columbia off the board in the fourth quarter after a 24-point second and a 20-point third. No quit. No quit in these Titans. Driving in the lane and getting fouled. Just barreling into the lane recklessly was Mika James, but he's going to get a couple free throws out of it. The sophomore. 5'11 sophomore. Two sophomores, three sophomores in the starting lineup for the 7-1 Golden Eagles, number four team in the state in 2A. Brady Hemminghouse, a 6-4 sophomore. Sam Donald, a 6-8 sophomore. And also uh, Hayes Van Bruzigan, a 5-9 sophomore. So it's a young ball club. Dylan Murphy, the senior, though, kind of leading the charge. And both free throws are good by Mika James. The Eagles. That makes the Eagles four for four from the first, six for six from the free throw line. Turnover by Monmouth Roseville on the offensive end. And slowing things down is Charlie Steckler at midcourt. Driving on Jordan Watson. Gets it to Lucas Cole. Might have took off running before he got the basketball. And there's a double dribble. They missed the travel call. And kind of letting things go here in a 31-point game, but they couldn't stop the double dribble there. 60 to 29 with uh, 310 left. We'll have more basketball tomorrow. Three games from the Great Western Shootout. We'll have Monmouth Roseville and Ridgewood at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Take a break. There'll be some good ball games down there. We'll look at the schedule in the postgame show. If we get a ball stoppage here, Jordan Watson gets in the lane, gets his shot uh, rejected, and then gets his own rebound. Good hustle there by Jordan Watson. He's going to get a couple free throws out of the deal. Boy, Jordan his first free throws of the season. They get himself in the scoring column here. Good hustle by Jordan Watson. First free throw is up, good. 
Good stroke there for Jordan. Oh boy. He's one for one, makes it a 30-point game, 60-30. Clock still running here with 2.20 to go. Also checking in here. Somebody else checked in here for uh, um, throws. I think that's Caleb Miller, the junior. And the shot and gets them both. Jordan Watson makes them both. The Titans before that were two for seven from the free throw line. Also on the four for Mammoth Roseville is Caleb Miller. James Blackman's out there. Also is Ty Casaro driving baseline on Casaro is Mika James. Gets his shot blocked. James Blackman gets a hand in there. Columbia comes up with the rebound. Brady Landgraf, top of the key, three-pointer in and out, but then Landgraf with the uh, tip off the missed three at the top of the key. 62 to 31, quickly up the floor, Finnecum to Caleb Miller. Minute and a half left here in the fourth quarter. In the corner to James Blackman, saves it before it goes out of bounds. He'll spin back, now he'll drive baseline off his foot, loose on the floor. It is Blackman hustling with the Golden Eagles. We'll have a tie up here. We'll get the players separated. Blackman comes up with the ball, but jump ball first. Now checking in is River Dean and also Ryan Leary in the ball game for the Titans with one minute remaining exactly here. 62 to 31, steal by Logan Hicks. Gonna take it in, shot no good off of Ryan Leary. Good defense by Leary. Behind the back dribble by Ty Casaro. Crossover in the lane, kicks it back out to Finnecum. Loose on the floor. A couple of Titans and a couple of goal or a couple of Eagles going after it. Columbia comes up with it. Now trapped in the backcourt and fouled is Mika James. As they've been trying to get all the subs into the ballgame here, and I think the overload made the, uh, made the lights go out there for a second, but they're back on. 25 seconds left. As Columbia hustles down there and try to get a last shot off here. Steckler brings it over the timeline. Down to 15 seconds. I don't know if Columbia's going to get a shot off here or not. And ooh, travel call. Yeah, he did. He looked at uh, Dave Hasley and said, what I do? He took too many steps. That's exactly what you did. What do we got here? Let's stop the clock. With 2.7, I don't know why the clock will stop there. Maybe to get a player in, but I don't think anybody was at the uh, scorer's table. And that's going to be it. Your final score, the Columbia Golden Eagles 62 right at their season average of 61 and a half. And the Titans with 31. 62-31, your final. Columbia goes to 8-1 on the season as they get ready for a big matchup with the Rockridge Rockets, state-ranked Rockridge Rockets tomorrow at Abingdon Avon. Monmouth Roseville falls to an even 5-5. Five five. They have a quick turnaround tomorrow morning against the Ridgewood Spartans as uh, head coach Mark Sandstrom gets a big hug from the coaching staff from Monmouth Roseville. Uh, back, to, back to the area. Coach Sandstrom with the Columbia Eagles. Roseville High School graduate, Monmouth College basketball player and graduate and uh, coached a little bit on the staff with, with head coach uh, Chuck Grant here for a little bit. Also was at Abingdon for a while. Getting some nice handshakes up in the bleachers before he heads down to the locker room. We'll, we'll get a chance to talk to head coach Jake Sotos as well. Won't keep him too long with a quick turnaround tomorrow. I'll total up some points. We'll take a break here. We'll come back in, uh, I don't know, three or four minutes. I'll talk to our board off, see what we need to do here. We'll be back. 
Welcome back to the Shoebox here at Monmouth Roseville High School as we get set for the post-game show. Sponsored by Lair's Collision Center. If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center at 734-1949. Lair's Collision Center, professional auto body repair drivers trust. We'll get to our post-game scoring update brought to you by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank investing in you, member FDI. See, we will start with the Columbia Eagles, who go to 8-1 with the win tonight, 62-31. to 25 points from Dylan Murphy. All of that in the first three quarters. Didn't play much of all, if at all, in that fourth quarter. 25 points for Murphy. Averages about 21.5. Five three-pointers in the first half. No three-pointers in the second half. But uh, he, the damage was done in the first half. I think it was five for five. He might have missed one in there, but uh, if he did, it was just one. Just a spectacular shooting night for Dylan Murphy, who shoots 50% shoots from the three-point line for the season. 28 of, 28 of 56 coming into this one. And he's 6'7". I forgot to mention that. 17 points for Jack Steckler, who averages 10 on the season. Eight points for Brady Hemminghouse. He averages about seven, so pretty close to his average. Sam Donald was six points. He averages 12, 11 and a half. And then two points apiece from Brady Landgraf, two points for Mika James, and two points for Hayes. Then Berusigan, six for six from the free throw line by the Columbia Eagles. For Monmouth Roseville, they were led in scoring by Nico Avendano with 11 points, five points from Leo Mahoney, four points for Nick Presnahan, three points for Jake Steele, and then two points apiece from Jerome Jackson, Silas Braun, Darian Smith, and Jordan Watson. Got a couple free throws there in the fourth quarter as well. Titans four for 10 from the free throw line. That's uh, That's got to get a little better. They weren't they're 62% for the season. That's that's not, that's certainly not great. It's not horrible, but that's certainly not great. Tonight's four for 10 is not going to help that much, but a quick turnaround for Monmouth Roseville as they uh, take the floor tomorrow morning at nine o'clock against the Ridgewood Spartans in the opening game of the 2022 Great Western Shootout at Abingdon Avon High School. We'll have that game tomorrow morning on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. We'll have that pregame show starting at about 8.40. Good matchups tomorrow. We'll also have two games at the very end. The 6 o'clock game between Abingdon Avon girls against the Macomb Bomber girls. That is, uh, that is uh, Jackson Kane. Spent many, many nights playing on this floor for Monmouth Roseville back in the day. He's now the head coach of the Macomb Lady Bombers in his second season. He'll be taking on Brent Dugan's Abingdon Avon Tornado Girls at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. That's a scheduled tip-off. That will be the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th game of the day. So it's going to be around 6 o'clock. A little bit before, maybe a little bit after. I don't know. But our pregame show will hit the air about 20 minutes before the tip-off of that one. I'll get the chance to talk to both head coaches. And then we'll have the second game, uh, or the, uh, the final game of the day, the second game of our broadcast of the back-to-back. They have a game on boys taking on the Illini Bluffs Tigers. That will be a 7.30 tip-off. Our, our pregame shows and postgame shows will kind of kind of butt up against one another there, and we'll just have doubleheader coverage. That's on our sister station, WRAM. Uh, some other good matchups, Weathersfield versus Farmington at 10.30, Knoxville versus Cerro Gordo Bement at uh, noon, and then Rockridge taking on this Columbia team at 1.30 with Southeastern and Fulton at 3 o'clock, and then McComb Boys and Scales Mound, the number five team in two-way. Got a bunch of ranked teams in two-way tomorrow at the Great Western shootout at having an Avon High School. Joining me here on the postgame show, I got head coach of the Monmouth Roseville Titans, Mr. Jake Sotos. That's a pretty darn good ball club, isn't it? They are. They are. We, uh, they came out ready to play and jumped us, and uh, we weren't ready. And I, I don't get that. We, uh, we had a great practice last night, and I thought we were ready tonight, but it looked like we had some kids going through the motions, and uh, if you go through the motions against teams like that, it's not going to be pretty, and it wasn't pretty. The, uh, we, we turned them over a little bit, I guess, 
they kind of turned themselves over there in that yeah. they had like they only averaged like 11 turnovers for a ball game I, I had them for like six or seven in the first four or five minutes just couldn't capitalize on them. yeah i mean we'd get some tips tips and it'd tip right to them and then they knock some shots down but um yeah i mean they we, we had some chances there at the beginning missed a couple layups and a wide open three there to start and you know that's the stuff you got to make and get on a roll and especially against teams like this so uh, you know, we ended up with 21 turnovers is what we had, which is, is just uncalled for. Which we only had a couple, I think, midway through the first, maybe late first quarter. Only had us down for like two or three, so we yeah. went through a bad stretch the second there. quarter, yeah, yeah. we had, tw we had 12, 12 at half, so uh, nine in the second half. But, uh, you know, against teams like this, you got you can't turn the ball over, and you got to make free throws, and you got to hit shots. It's an eye-opener it. uh, eye for, uh, for, our, for our guys. Uh, Nick Bresnan didn't get to play at all last year with his, with his injury, so he's still kind of getting in the mix. Then you got a bunch of juniors, but again, with our program not needing to call up sophomores unless it's a necessary thing or unless they're, you know, yep. really good, yep. they kind of come in as kind of like a freshman as far as varsity goes. So they're still trying to get in the mix. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I thought Nick played well tonight. You know, he was, he was a lot more aggressive, and I challenged him in practice this week, and I thought he came out and he was ready. And, uh, you know, we had a couple guys that I, that I don't think were ready. And, you know, props to Nick. I thought Jake Steele came off the bench and played real well, played very hard for us. Um, but yeah, you, you know, against teams like that, all, you know, you gotta have eight, nine guys ready to roll, and uh, we weren't. Well, X's and O's wise, what what did you see you liked tonight? Well, I always, like I always say, I know we're gonna compete. These kids are gonna battle. They're gonna dive on the floor. They're gonna go after loose balls. Uh, you know, now it now it's just we, we gotta knock open shots down. Um, our shooting is just it's, it's horrendous right now and i don't get it you know coming in the season you know nick and cj i thought would be you know filling it up hitting two or three threes a game and um, right now they're just it, it's mental it's mental and, and you can tell and uh, we'll, we'll keep grinding in practice and getting shots up and you know winter breaks right around the corner so we have a lot of gym time and uh and hopefully we'll we'll get that squared away you talk about the confidence thing and I, I think i said it on the air cj had three free throws there and he just yeah. he didn't look confident on any one of the three no any one no. of the three and, and it's a mental thing and we're working on it and uh and he knows that he's frustrated with himself and he knows he should be playing better and uh all i can do is i just got on him in the downstairs you know you everybody you know you gotta you know you gotta go to the white you gotta get shots up you gotta shoot you gotta you can't just practice for two hours and be done i mean and uh, and right now, I think that's what we're doing. I don't think we're getting extra shots up, and uh, you can tell. Yeah, when when you're going through stretches like this of not shooting the ball well, like yeah, like you say, it's it's not just a two-hour practice. You got to get that stuff done on your own. Yeah, yep. And uh, like I said, breaks coming up, so we'll have a lot of gym time, and uh, and hopefully we'll get get this thing turned around as far as shooting the ball a little better. Not not much of a break now, though. No, there's not. <laughs> no, nope, getting on the bus in yeah, like yeah. a half hour. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, we'll we'll get up tomorrow. Uh, Ridgewood's been playing really well lately, and uh, they're going to give us their all. So um, we got to, we got you know, get some sleep tonight and uh, get up in the morning, go play, and then uh, yeah, run into Q, go to Q and D on Tuesday. Yeah, I got to see Ridgewood play the other night against United, and didn't look bad at all. Didn't yeah, bad yeah, at all. They'll give us, they'll they'll come at us. And they, I think, did they have the night off tonight? I think they might have had the. There we go. Um, no, they've got uh, they played West Central tonight at the oh, tournament. Okay, yeah, yeah, over there at the tournament. I think at like six tonight. I think. So okay. They got a couple more hours of rest. Yeah, a couple, hour, rest, yeah. <laughs> a couple more hours of rest. But all right, coach, we will see you in the morning. Get some rest, and tomorrow's a new day. And, and I, I, for some reason, I just feel like we're really going to play well tomorrow morning. I just, I just got a feeling. Let's hope, huh? Yeah, yeah. let's hope. All right, we'll see you in the morning. Thanks all for right, stopping yep. by, buddy. Thank Appreciate you. it. Head coach of the Mama Throws with Titans, Jake Soto's here on the post game show. We'll talk to uh, Coach Soto's before the ball game tomorrow, and. 
see if the Titans can get uh, get on a little bit of a roll tomorrow. They need to get to playing some good basketball. They, they head down to the pit at uh, Quincy Notre Dame on Tuesday night. That's that's no joke down there. That's that's a good ball club and it's a tough place to play. So getting a little momentum tomorrow sure would help on that uh, Tuesday trip down south. All right, our offensive player of the game brought to you by Ben Olson Country Financial. Planning for a secure financial future takes knowledge and experience. To make the right decisions, it's best to work with a professional like Ben Olson to help build a plan for today and tomorrow. Offensively, well, the only kind of the only offense we had tonight was uh, Nico Abandano. So Nico's going to get our uh, player of the game tonight. 11 points for Nico. Uh, had four points in the second quarter after kind of a slow start, kind of started to find his rhythm in the second quarter. Four points for Nico in the second quarter and then five points in the third quarter for Nico and had a bucket in the fourth quarter. So 11 points for Nico Avendano and again, kind of the only offense that Monmouth Reels really, really had going tonight. So our offensive player of the game is Nico Avendano. Defensively, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, that's a good, that's a tough team to defend. See who's going to stand out here for Monmouth Roseville on the defensive player of the game, which is brought to you by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. Uh, I'm going to give that to Darian Smith. Darian, I, I seen him on the floor a couple times, and he was battling. He was battling with uh, Hayes Van Bruzian a couple times on the floor, battling from some loose balls. So uh, that's a little easier decision I thought it was going to be after I got a chance to think about it. Darian Smith is our defensive player of the game. Congratulations to Darian and Nico Abandano tonight. We'll be on the air tomorrow morning, 8.40 with the pregame start. No game before us, so it'll be a 9 o'clock sharp tip-off. So our pregame show will hit the air at 8.40, and uh, we'll have some Titan basketball on the air and then uh, take a good long break throughout the day. Some good basketball going on at the Great Western Shootout. Again, I kind of named a couple of those. Uh, Rockridge and Columbia at 130. That's number seven in 2A versus number four in 2A in Columbia. Rockridge is playing Mercer County. I think Rockridge had a uh, pretty healthy lead at the halftime break of, uh, of that one. And then the, uh, we got Southeastern, which is the number one team in 1A, taking on Fulton with Dalen, da Dalen Bamhoff. Uh, Balen Damhoff, excuse me, Balen Damhoff with uh, the Fulton Steamers. That'll be a good ball game between them and Southeastern. Again, Southeastern with Danny Stevens, the the uh, preferred walk-on at the University of Missouri versus Damhoff. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna look forward to that one. Stevens, Stevens versus Damhoff. Good matchups here by uh, Reed Kelso, the athletic director, at having Avon and whoever else down there makes those decisions. And then we'll have the Macomb boys uh, against Scales Mound. Scales Mound, the number five team in 2A. A loaded day of basketball at the Great Western Shootout. We'll have three of them. The first one, Mama throws one, Ridgewood at nine. And then Avon, Abingdon Avon girls versus Macomb at six o'clock. And also following that, the Abingdon Avon boys versus Illini Bluffs. Three more games on the Prairie Communications Sports Network tomorrow from the Great Western Shootout. I'm Sean Temple for Caden Rogers engineering tonight's broadcast. Thanks for joining me for Mama Throws with Titan basketball here on a Friday night at the Shoebox. 62 to 31, Columbia gets the win over the Titans. Columbia eight and one, Mama Throwsville five and five. Folks, till tomorrow morning, have a great rest of your evening.